0: You can clap. You can say amen. amen. Amen.
1: You can join the choir.
0: You can join the choir. <laughs> Please. That, that <laughs> works too.
1: You don't yeah. have to have a solo voice. Nope. If you could, if you can sing a hymn, you can sing in the choir. Yeah. You can sing. Just sing.
2: Good morning everybody.
3: Good morning. Good morning.
2: <laughs> Good morning. announcements. Please read your um, bulletins this week. Take a look. The quilt show is going to be this next weekend. Um, That's on Friday from 10 to 5 and Saturday from 10 to 4. So if you'd like to come and see all the beautiful quilts that'll be on display, that would be nice. And I know they've got some vendors as well and just some really nice things planned. So uh, let's see if... I don't think there's too much else. I mean, there's things on there, but you guys can read through those, so I won't spend a lot of time on that. Um, so if you will stand and join me for the call to worship.
3: Hold on, hold
4: on. I'm sorry, go That's all right.
2: This is something dear to my heart and
4: everybody, especially Sue. I'm going to do the um, autistic. This is a month of autistic chow, so I'll be doing the ribbons. Um, Jasmine and her mother, uh, Melissa, is coming the 31st of this month to talk about the thing that she does in Lenawee and everywhere. Um, Jasmine Voice gives out iPads to children that can't talk for themselves, and they go through the iPad talking to themselves. It's a beautiful thing. Sue knows about it. So Melissa's coming the 31st. So I'd be selling these. You can. It's a donation. They're little ribbons that I make up every year. And um, something beyond the, here, if you have children or grandchildren with pictures, it'd be nice to have their picture up here to be blessed. And um, I'd be doing the, a big cake and everything for everybody. Okay, thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Sandy.
1: You're flirting with
2: danger there. <laughs> oh, no more egg cartons. Okay, now if you will stand and join me in our call to worship. Let us, O oh Lord, know you, love you, and rejoice in you. If we can't do these perfectly in this life, At least least let us get get to higher degrees in them every every day. Let your knowledge, love, and joy increase in us here. Let Let us us carry carry more more of you into into your creation. And if you'll join me for the first hymn, number 189, Fairest Lord Jesus. take a moment and celebrate our peace and greet someone with a smile or a handshake or a hug.
0: Thank you. You taking care of yourself? Yes, I am. Good.
1: Chris is coming down today. Oh, is she? Peace and love. Peace and
0: love. She's got an eye on point.
1: Peace and love. love. Peace and
0: love.
4: Whoa.
0: Whoa. I got a good standing
3: Oh, okay dizzy.
4: Dizzy. So, so dizzy. Good so is standing.
3: It's so the cool. to the <laughs> I'm, I'm really dizzy <laughs> <laughs> I'm Get your two cents in. row joy, Raj. Thanks for being here I thank all of you for being here <laughs> Yes.
0: Gee, you went quiet. <laughs> Such a rowdy bunch. That's good. Uh, do take a moment to, to, um, to look at prayer request and our prayer list. Want to make an addition... Um, one of the people that um, many of us have been praying for, Connor's last name just left. Buzz. Okay. One more time? Buzz. Buzz, okay, is home. Okay, he's home. So do keep him in your prayers. He's got a lot of healing to do
1: continue prayers
0: for Louise? Yeah. For nice Louise, day. yes. So, Go ahead. Yeah. i think it is. is it? I think a, yeah, the I think, one or three. Okay. Yeah. Did everybody hear that?
2: There's a fundraiser at the church, Baptist Church? The Baptist Church for Connor today, $10, I think, for tacos, two tacos, dessert,
0: um, drink, rice and beans. I don't have the time. Maybe I can look it up during coffee
3: hour or something, but it's this afternoon, I believe.
0: Okay. Do you know the here?
2: They have their website. Oh. I don't
0: know. Oh. Um, I just found out this morning when I got to church and didn't see a car, my mom, Diana, uh, she's just under the weather a little bit,
1: but she's under the weather. Yeah. A little bit of prayer, but again, yeah. I have
2: to tell a lot that went. where are you at,
0: huh? Where's my mom? Jo- Jody, Jody was, uh, Jody was our, our host for Coffee Hour this morning. Thank you. Uh, and yes, Diana is yeah. under the weather. There's a couple other folk that are having difficulties. Do continue to remember Louise, okay? She did make her trip. Wonderful. Okay, she did make her trip. Um, And so uh, do keep her in your prayers. Remember each other, okay? Um, If the weather people are right... um, our summer will end in two days. Yeah, 40 Pure Michigan. Yeah. Um, but amongst the amongst the things, one me personally, because I have numerous allergies, um, as soon as as soon as the weather gets above 40 degrees and the fungus and the allergies or the the fungus and the algae start to pollinate okay I start having serious allergy problems and um... pray that the Lord will be good and we don't have another freeze I don't know how your fruit trees are but mine blossomed Okay. So, uh, pardon? That's what I understood. That's what I understood. And um, at, the, at the other extreme, some of you know that, that Susie and I help a pastor in Kenya. And I got a message from him last night. Okay, for us it's not a big deal. But for them for the first time in three months it rained. His comment was, everything's gone green. <laughs> everything's gone green. Um, let us remember each other. Let us remember those of us who are struggling personally. Um, there's so much going on. Some of it's good, some of it's not. Okay? Okay? Um, sadly one of the things that we Christians tend to do is we tend to focus on what's no, not going right and it's important for us to show gratitude for what has gone right you know um,
1: praise for Sue Hartek
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah praise
1: better yeah. your treatment is
0: working New treatment, new treatment's working. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Amen for that.
3: Yes. Okay, 12
0: to 5. That doesn't mean you're going to get out of here early. (laughs) (laughs) I should be done by 5. (laughs) Phyllis just gave me the eye (laughs) let's remember the good stuff okay the good stuff is a big deal expression of gratitude and praise to God on a very practical level okay Because I'm a chronic depressive, celebrating the good things is one of the ways I keep depression at bay. Have my chat with God. Thank you. Just thank you. Okay. And I encourage us all in that direction. Let us pray. Our Lord Jesus, thank you for being here. It's because of you, because of what you have done for us, that we are here. You have come to be one with us. You have lived with us. You have suffered with us and for us. You have died with us and for us. You have risen again. You have gone to the Father, but you have told us that you will come again. And we know that if you don't come back today, you'll come back tomorrow. Until you come back, life goes on. Life has its joys. Life has its pains and its sorrows. O Lord, we rejoice in your gifts of blessings. And O Lord, we ask your special help and presence in those places where we have need. There are those sitting next to us there are those, O oh Lord, who are across the country, around the world, who need your touch. We're thankful that for you, distance is no problem. Distance is no big thing. You bridge the gap. You bring your love. You bring, O oh Lord, the good that each and every one of us need. You bring us ever closer to the fullness of the kingdom you want all of us to know and to live in. It is for that kingdom we pray each time we join our voices together in the prayers that you taught us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Could we take a moment to listen to God in silence? God speaks in turn during our prayer. Amen. Amen.
2: If you'd like to stand if you're able and will join me in the affirmation for Easter tide. We, we believe that, that God, God made, made all of us in his, his own image and, his his own image, and, and that, that all people are all therefore, therefore somehow kin. We, we believe that God is spirit. Is When When we we worship worship him, we must must worship worship him in spirit and in truth. We believe that God is love,
0: and that that love love is born born of God God and knows him. him. We believe believe that God God is light, and that
2: if if we walk in the light as he is in the light, light, we have fellowship one with another.
3: Another. We believe that we are are
2: children of God, and that God is compassionate and loving.
0: We believe that Jesus shows in his life and teaching the
2: purpose of God for us and has shown us the way of life.
3: We believe that if we walk with God in fellowship with others,
2: we can invite all the world into the family of God. Amen.
1: gardeners
0: out there. Would the children come, please? This I know For the Bible Tells me so Little ones To him belong They are weak But he is strong Yes. Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. You think there's something in the hat? You're right. What do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. What does it look like? It might be a capsule. A capsule. Okay. <laughs> it's got. It's got an eye hole. I, I tell you what. Take a look inside. Has a pattern in it. Oh. Did you see it?
3: Yeah. Hmm? I see. this.
0: Now, if you hold it like this and turn it, see what happens. Look through it. Hold it. And Turn the tube. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Can you I do that? It's, a it's called a kaleidoscope. Can you look in? I'll turn it if you look in. I didn't I didn't I didn't have you seen them before? I
3: have. Yeah?
0: Okay. Can you see? I
3: didn't.
0: See, if you look in there while it's, I'm turning it, you can see the design move. Now, yeah, go back in there. You know, I like this a whole lot because it reminds me of something important about God. Have you ever had a time when everything seemed just messed up? No? Everything always goes right. Put it
3: in
0: well, that's good. Put it in now. Put it in now. You want me to put it in there now? The- oh, you did get grounded once. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes things don't go the way we pl- we play. Yeah, you weren't you weren't happy, were you? no and and the big person wasn't happy either was she no yeah no nope. one of the things about God is that God can take things that have been a mess okay and he can make and he can make something beautiful out of it did you know that what you were looking at were little pieces of broken glass? That's what you were looking at. Little pieces of broken glass. Okay. That somebody took and put in the tube. Okay. So that you can look through it. Okay. And those little pieces of broken glass. Okay. Make new Beautiful patterns. I was
3: it. Yeah. I was it. I do this. Yeah.
0: Can you look through it and turn it at the same time? I... <laughs> that one's a little complicated, isn't it? Yeah. God loves us so much that God can take even the parts of our lives that go bad and make something good and new, and beautiful, out of them, and out of us. That's what God's love is all about. And it's important for us to remember it. Especially that, whether we are a little person, or a big person. So please remember, yeah, And sometimes being in between is hardest of all, isn't it?
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's have a prayer, shall we? Oh, Lord, just thank you that you take all of us, the good and the not so good, and you make us beautiful. You love us so much. Hold us fast. Oh, Lord, make us beautiful for you. Hear our prayer. Amen. Now, I think we have somebody who has some goodies for you. Right over there. I was wondering what that was. That was your hair clip. Okay, big people, when was the last time you looked through a kaleidoscope? I'm going to pass this around, but it has to come home. No, Kim, before everybody leaves this morning. You have given everything for us. What can we give in return? O oh Lord, you bless us with every breath we take, and we thank you. Out of those blessings, we bring you our gifts. By themselves, they are not much. We put them in your hands. We know that your hands can work the miracles of the kingdom of God. Work those miracles, we pray. Amen. Our hymn of preparation is number 156. But before that, I'm going to do a commercial. Did you recognize what Martha played? You know the story, okay? No? No, that's okay. okay. All right. A man, a, a man was was going with his family from New York to London. Actually, Southampton, because that's where they still all land. But what happened at the last minute was he got a phone call. This was before transcontinental airplanes, okay? There were telephones, but there weren't airplanes. He got a telephone call. You gotta get back to Chicago, okay? So he sent his wife and his two daughters a bo- on the ship, all right? The ship sank. Everybody on the ship was lost. It was about 10 days later okay, that the man was able to board another ship to make the trip that he was supposed to make with his wife and the daughters. When the ship was at the spot where the ship went down with his wife and daughters, the man went up on the bridge, And he wrote the words of that hymn. Something to get quiet about. Thank you. Now let us sing.
1: things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. so long, I love to tell the story, will be my theme in glory, to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love.
0: Thank you, beautifully sung, you may be seated. The scripture lesson for this morning is going to focus on Acts 13.41. Look, you scoffers, be amazed and disappear. For in your days I am doing a work, a work you will never believe, even if someone tells you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now. When you read the Bible. Okay. You take it for granted that you have to see scripture. You have to see chapter and verse. You ever read scripture like that? No. 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 Uh-uh. No numbers. No numbers, okay, no numbers. Part of of the reason I'm doing this is the Bible didn't always exist the way it looks now, okay? At one time, there were no capital letters and there was no punctuation, Everything was either done in small letters or big letters. All right. And when things were translated into English from the Hebrew and the Greek, all right, the translators put in the punctuation. Sometimes it's not clear where things start and where things end. Now, what I'm, pa- would you take that, please, and just pass it around? You can read the whole thing if you want. Uh, it's your homework, okay? Your homework is to, to, to go home with your Bible, okay, and open to chapter 13 and find that text, but with the numbers. <laughs> Okay, that text is one of the Apostle Paul's sermons. I condole with you. This morning you're going to hear preaching about preaching. We tend to forget how the Christian faith is operated, preaching is not new. It's been around from the very beginning. There are some who argue that that sermon of Paul is one of the oldest pieces of Christian faith written down. It's a summary. Okay, he gave that sermon. Not written down, somebody scribbled it, and it became the book of Acts later, okay? And then what happened was it made its journey to you and me. Amongst the things we forget is we forget that Holy Scripture is a treasure. We, you know, we talk about all kinds of things, that scriptures, all kinds of things, the Word of God and so on and so forth, but mostly we don't treat it as treasure. Okay? Mostly, Holy Scripture is ignored. In the United States, the Bible is a book that is almost universally owned. And is also the book that is least read. One survey that was done a decade or so ago showed that only 11% read it every day. I'm going to be nasty. How many of us read our Bibles every day? Oh. Okay. I think we hit our 11%. Okay. More than half read it less than once a month. Or they never read it at all. Less than 20% of saved people read it every day. And only 23% of professing Christians n- never Read the Bible at all. That's almost a quarter of people of faith never read the Bible at all. The average American owns three Bibles. They don't read any of them. There will be a test, by the way. No, I'm kidding. A man by the name of Woodrow Kroll is past president of the Back to the Bible Society. When the organization conducted this survey, he said the problem is not that people cannot read the Bible, it's that they don't read the Bible. Biblical literacy is not a problem in the church. Biblical literacy is the problem in the church. It impacts everything else we do. Jesus is the cornerstone of the church. Self-transcending love is what holds the church together. Holy Scripture tells us how to be together as the church. And Holy Scripture tells us how to find God in our everyday lives. Holy Scripture gives the Holy Spirit a way to get into our heads and our hearts. The more we read Holy Scripture, the more we get out of it. One of the things that John Wesley said was, the same Spirit that inspired the writing of Scripture is necessary To understand scripture when we read it, how many of us have read the book of the prophet Habakkuk? How many of us can say Habakkuk? How many of us have read the book of Acts? How many of us know the book of Acts contains one of Paul's important sermons? And how many of us know that Paul quotes Habakkuk in that sermon? Acts tells of the early church, it's not a history. The focus is first on Peter, then it shifts to focus on Paul. Some of it may even be a travel journal. There's a place, as you read through Acts, where the pronoun shifts from they to we. That's where the travel journal starts. And it may have been written by someone who traveled with Paul. The journal starts around Acts chapter 20, verse 5. Acts also records the earliest sermons spoken among Christians. Some are by Peter, others are by Paul. The sermons are important. They show us how the earliest Christians told the gospel. They show us what in the gospel was important to them. And they show us how it sounded to other people. You know what people's response to Peter's first sermon was? It was on the day of Pentecost. What a bunch of drunks. (laughs) What a bunch of drunks. Jabber, jabber, jabber. What a bunch of drunks. Imagine me standing in the pulpit and saying, I'm not drunk, it's only noon. (laughs) Peter had to do that. Now, Paul traveled to Asia Minor. That's mostly what we call Turkey now. And he went to synagogue on Sabbath day, that's Saturday, and he was invited to speak. The sermon starts at Acts 13.16. The introduction goes to verse 13.22, and here Paul tells the story of Israel. He hits the highlights. He says what he does to show he knows what he's talking about. He refers to Torah, the law, to the judges, and to Samuel. Okay? Have you noticed when I preach, I do a little part that that tries to convince you that I know what I'm talking about? Okay, That's, that's what Paul did. At verse 23, Paul introduces the gospel of Jesus. First, Paul speaks of the witness of John the Baptist. Paul lets them know that John was not the Messiah. Then Paul moves on to show that Jesus is the one that John talked about who would come. Next, Paul speaks of how the people of Jerusalem ignored Jesus. He talks about how the people ignored the words of the prophets before Jesus. And finally, he says how they fulfilled what the prophets said by killing Jesus. The details Paul includes in the sermon are the ones he thought important. And what are those details? Jesus is a son of David. Jesus was innocent. Jesus was handed over to Pilate. Okay? Pilate had him killed. Jesus died and was put in a tomb. God raised Jesus from the dead Many people saw Jesus after God raised him up and that through all of this Jesus are all offered forgiveness of sin. What does forgiveness of sin mean? You're right with God. You're at one with God. Okay? Paul said we're able to start over in our relationship with God. The thing of it is, we load that with a lot of baggage that it has to be a certain way. Okay? I was raised that if I said eight verses in the proper order, I would be saved from my sin for all time. It isn't the verses. It's what Jesus did on the cross. It's what God did in the tomb. Now, in this sermon, Paul goes back to Israel's ancient scriptures. They're what we call Old Testament. When Paul starts to talk about Jesus, he does something important to the people listening to him. Mostly, Paul refers to some of the Psalms, and the thing of it is, those people knew them by heart. He refers to Psalm 2, he touches on Psalm 49. He also touches on Psalm 89, and there are a couple others in there as well. Then he refers to some of the prophets. Among them is Isaiah, and back in those days, the chapters weren't numbered, (laughs) okay? But the section that, that Paul referred to is chapter 55, and Paul quotes from Habakkuk. The words he takes from the prophets tell people something serious. Habakkuk lived some 700 years before Paul. He wrote sometime before the final fall of Jerusalem. Okay? He warned the people of his time. Habakkuk told them, God's going to do something that's mind-boggling. He told them if they didn't believe it, it would be their end. He told them that God was going to make them disappear. Why? Because they didn't bother to listen. They didn't bother to listen. God talks to us all the time. Sometimes it's prophets. Sometimes it's weird preachers like me. Sometimes it's good preachers like Bill. God's always talking. The question is are we listening? The words of Habakkuk had special meaning for the people listening to Paul. They weren't just words about some vague punishment that might come. They knew that what the prophet said would happen, did happen. God made Jerusalem and its people disappear for the better part of a century. Paul's sermon has a deeper meaning if we know about Holy Scripture the way his listeners did. Paul told them something new. He told them something powerful. He told them something mind-boggling. He told them the gospel of Jesus. This sermon was probably done before any of the gospels was written. It likely gives a snapshot of how earliest Christians talked about Jesus. Notice what the focus is. Notice Paul does a couple of important things. He witnesses to Jesus as God's Holy One. He says what it means that Jesus is God's Holy One. He talks about Jesus and forgiveness. He talks about Jesus and being freed from all the things that the law can't free people from. Paul gives a warning. Beware, listen. Don't scoff, don't blow this off. If you do scoff, if you do blow it off, you will be sadly amazed that what we said will happen does happen. And if it does happen poof we're gone those are the parts of holy scripture we don't like because we're called to do things that are hard for us to do It's hard for us to listen. It's hard for us to follow the example that Jesus set. Sometime after this sermon, the Gospel of John would put down Jesus' words his commandment that we love one another as he has loved us. We tend to talk a whole lot about hellfire and damnation. Jesus didn't try to scare people into the kingdom of God. Jesus simply said, do what you've seen me do. Live like you've seen me live. And how did Jesus live? Nothing stood between him and God. Nothing. An easy thing to do? No. We don't have to do it all by ourselves. why we're the church we are to be the body of Christ not only for the world around us but for each other okay I'm going to give you an impossible task Look at me till you see Jesus. My wife once gave me an amazing compliment. I asked people in a sermon, if you were walking through the store and Jesus was walking toward you down the aisle, who would Jesus look like? And after the sermon, After the service, my wife walked up to me and whispered in my ear, You. Talk about humbling. And she lives with me. Preach it. (laughs) Preach it. Can I get an amen out of you? I preached it totally quiet. Do you realize you could hear a pin drop in here? (laughs) Wow. Our closing hymn for this morning is somewhere in the hymnal. 454. 454, open my eyes that I might see.
2: Join me in the benediction. May the Lord bless us with all good and make us holy in his sight. May the riches of his glory prosper us.
3: May he teach us with the word of truth, enliven us with the gospel, and enrich us with his love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord.
2: Amen.